You feeling ready? I'm ready. All right, we're <laughs> going to start recording in three, two. Hey, everybody. I'm Naomi Sedani, and I'm the founder of Little Denty Pediatric Dentistry here in Darien, Connecticut. Come join me along for the ride and see how it unfolds. This is the making of Little Denty. All righty, Naomi. We're on episode five, right? Yes. What's been going on so far? Uh, not too much. Um, I'm actually in the office today, I think for the first time, like recording this. We finally came in in person, just starting like a day or so ago because all the flood stuff finally got taken care of. And we actually had the inspector come in today. Could you, would you want to give us a quick office tour or, or not yet? Would you have to hold up your laptop and like, how about I give you a waiting room preview? Okay, do that. <laughs> okay, so this is our lovely desk. But let me actually go all the way out here. So one of the pride and joys of my place are the really cool lights that we got above. They're like yeah. orange and blue, which match like all the decor. Okay. And then another pride and joy is my L-shaped desk, which we did like tile all over. Oh, wow. Is it like, it looks like, oh yeah, now it does. Look, I was like, it looks like marble, but it's tile. Yeah, right? and then there's marble on top. So it's like a pretty cool view. And then we're going to be getting fun little like play stuff going on over here. We got our colorful chairs coming into play as well as like our little, we're going to get a sensory board right over here. So it's all starting to come together. And then there's the pediatric therapy group that I keep talking about. Oh, People this are, is the rest of the office, like the, the medical building? Yeah. Uh -huh. So like, it's cool because they're literally right across the hallway. And even in just, this is my second day being here in person. We've had so many kids and parents um, already coming in and like taking a peek. I have my dog here with me. So he's been like peeking through the glass doors and then they just come running by. So are those the doors that cost 7000 I think close to $10,000. <laughs> those are it? <laughs> 10000 all because they need that oh. little security button. Uh, yeah. Okay. But well, so. you know what? The glass, being able to see through, I think is going to do a lot for you. I agree, but I am getting it frosted and then kind of to match the branding. Mm -hmm. I'm like going to put a little denty in like a circle. And I think it will be kind of cool to have the dots be like a little peekaboo. So like you can kind of see what's inside. Yeah. So there's going to be tons of little like polka dots so you can like kind of peek through. So you're like, what's behind that? But it's going to also be like, but I can look inside. Form like and function. Every point okay. of a design. <laughs> it looks like even the chairs match with like your lamps. Like it's like awesome. Chair. Like everything has been like coming together. All my colors, all of this, the fun pops, like the little accessories. You can even see the green doors are coming. And then yeah. we're going to have a big prize shelf that's colorful over there. We just got some of the stuff coming in. So slowly but surely it's happening. <laughs> That's nice, man. So then what are your, real quick, your colors again? They're basically like five primary colors, like the green, blue, pink, yellow, orange. So I started with like a base neutrals, chocolate brown, and this white are my neutrals. And then everywhere else, it's like pops of color. So pops of color with the lamp, pops of color with the chairs, the doors, all the accessories. So kind of kept the space neutral, but allowed color to like flow through. Yeah, I like it. And then yeah, no, the glass okay. door, where are you going to get that from? The like the pastel or the, you know what I'm talking about, where they can like pop through and how are you going to get oh, that made? There's um, a guy who did everyone's um, stuff here in the building. So I'm just oh. using him. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be yeah. cool. Then you, you know, have I'm cameras, like, right? I'll give you like a real grand tour soon. I know. It looks like it's coming through though. 
Yeah, no, it's awesome. I'm so pumped. And like when the wallpaper comes in, like for the opera rooms, it's going to look so good. This is the first interview you're doing in your office, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that means you didn't have like, I guess, connection flowing through before. No, it was like with the flood and everything, there was just so many issues, so many people like coming in and out that it almost didn't make sense for me to be here. But now that we're physically in the space, now we can like build out the desk, the chairs, like finally put the computer together and even something as like simple as making like our background screensaver, like that just felt like an accomplishment on its own. <laughs> oh, but those are the colors. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. Those are the colors, right? Blue, orange, yeah. green. Is it pink? Pink. Pink and yellow. Okay, yeah. this is nice, man. And so yeah. what are you normally doing? For example, let's just say you have connection now. Mm-hmm. You're open. <laughs> I remember when I first ever had like my own like office building. I was like, oh, can I sleep in here? Like, this is awesome. You know, kind of thing. Like it, it felt, what are you normally doing in there? Honestly, like, because this is only my second day. Yesterday, uh, me and my manager, Beatrice, was like, we came in here and we just had so many boxes to like, I don't know if you can see this, but like boxes okay. on boxes to unpack. And it was like, okay, let's build out this computer. Oh, there's dust everywhere. Let's like clean this up. It was just like all these like little details things. I don't think anything like major, major was accomplished. And then today we finally got most of that squared away. We had a training for our panoramic x-ray. The inspector came in. I'm trying now to kind of finally, now that I know we're opening, I kind of want to get to know everyone in the building, introduce mm-hmm. myself properly. I'm getting all the goodie bags together. We have our tote bags like sitting over in the back. I'm just waiting for tomorrow for the rest of the goods to come in. And then I'm going to start hand delivering all of that stuff. So yeah, I've finally even, I've been waiting on these guys even because they've been like sitting here, like just oh, my referral pads. Yeah. Everything's been sitting here. I just could never like open like any of this. So this is my business card. Is that your business card? I want to say. Oh man, that pops. Yeah. What is the back this say? Is a, I did a photo shoot just to like do stuff for social media. And so I had some product photo shoot done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's. that's that photo shoot back there is something you did personally. I don't know if you guys like remember, but like one of the pillars of the brand is creativity. So I wanted to be able to explain like dental concepts in the pediatric space, like with images. So we took about 20, 25 different images that like kind of talk about various sort of topics. And so one of them, I wanted the business cards to like pop. That's the representative of Little Denti. So I particularly did like a photo shoot based off of that. Nice. Okay. Okay. That's good. So then I know you're, You've been having some like IT troubles. Talk to us about that. So I wasn't here when a lot of the IT stuff was installed. Dark Horse honestly has been amazing to work with. So this has like really nothing to do with them. But there's just been like little things like the internet wasn't working. Okay, now it was like this connection today. I was trying to figure out, you guys will see like when I give you a true grand tour, but the open bay has three chairs. Not yet, but they're going to be installed for three chairs. Mm-hmm. Um three TVs up there that are all supposed to be connected to a Roku. So they're all playing the same thing. The op room is where the kids get to choose what they want to see. I haven't played around with it just because the flood and all that stuff, we've been dealing with like other issues. Finally got a chance to try it out today. I wanted to make sure it was working. None of the TVs are working properly. I can't get the remote to pair up. I can't do anything. So I've been calling Dark Horse like nonstop today about the TV, the panoramic. Oh, this monitor is not working. So yeah. Today, I think I called about like six, seven times and the guy who picks up like the dark horse line was like, oh, you're really not having a good day today, are you? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is embarrassing. Real quick. I know like IT is a big thing. How quick is dark horse on it? Very quick. Really? Yeah. I have to give them props. Like each time they're like ready to screen share, they have the phone like sharing and all that stuff. They're pretty quick to like resolve their tickets. Um, I think my 
only qualm with them so far has been only because I've been away. I haven't been able to have the luxury of being here during the installations of some stuff just because of my associate job. It's been the communication. I kind of wish I got like a phone call from the guy who installed the TVs being, hey, we checked everything, we cleared it. I could have asked any questions then or like had a quick like video chat just so I could see how things work. So those little points like have been probably my personal biggest frustration, but everything else has been like honestly amazing. Like through them, they've been very clear. They've been very upfront and I can't fault anything and I'm appreciative of that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So then now your connection's good, right? Like as far as when it comes to, or do you feel like you're still getting some hiccups? Oh no, um, they, they had to escalate the ticket. So I don't know if that means like someone's going to have to come here for the TVs or something like that, but. I open up February 8th. So as long as it's figured out before then, that's fine. Did you have to get Roku's for every TV or just one specific major like Roku? They, like, told, which one? Me, they told me that the way it could just be, I don't own a Roku, so I don't really know exactly how it works, which is why I wanted to play with it today. Um, mm-hmm. They told me as long as I have the one Roku, I can play the exact same thing on all the TVs. So I'm going to find out how that works. Oh, so in the open Bay area, you're not going to, oh, you want to watch something else a little to me? You want to watch no, no, I just felt like it's going to be hard. So the recall visits are supposed to be really quick, right? Like they're only in the chair for like 20, 30 minutes. And like, mm-hmm. because it's open bay, they're not getting like headphones or anything. It's going to be hard just to hear if this like Superman is going on, but you're watching like Frozen. All the noise is just going to be so insane that I just rather not give the kids a choice. Just put something on that's like early childhood age, like around five to eight year old friendly and call mm-hmm. it a day. Are they going to have headphones or not? No. I feel like a lot of kids like don't sit well with it. Some have like sensory issues, like others just, Mm. I don't know. And it can be a little bit like gross. That's true, yeah. It's exactly like the cleanest, like adults. If I was seeing adults, 100%, I would be giving them headphones. No, I get you. I get you. Okay, cool. And then you mentioned something else right now. Beatrice, who's that? She's my manager, like slash coordinator. She's currently in the back eating her lunch. (laughs) She avoided this time. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay. So she is... um. When did you hire her? When did you bring her on? I, she officially started last Thursday. So we were working like remotely from there. So she had access to like remotely do stuff. So she was being trained on open dental. It's just something that she had never really worked with personally. I was giving her basically tasks. So like first day it was open dental training. Like here are all the modules I want you to watch. See how you feel if you're comfortable with anything. The next day it was like, okay, let's start to input like the fee schedules. We only had three at this time, my own fee schedule a Carrington one and Delta Dental. Um, And then after that, if she had the time then to start creating lists of all like the local pediatricians and orthodontists in the area so that we could send some goodies out to them, like Mm -hmm. little things like that. And then we both came to the office uh, starting yesterday. So you started Thursday? Mm -hmm. Like it's today, Wednesday. So it's going to be a week starting tomorrow. So it's like now you're starting to pay someone kind of thing. Yeah. I felt real. <laughs> it feels feels real. Yeah, yeah. Can she yeah. hear you or no? Sorry. Can she hear you or no? Probably. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was gonna yeah. ask the other questions, but I was gonna do the time. But um, well, one quick question: Why did you pick her? Um, so I actually had worked with her in my prior office, not the one here in Connecticut, but the job over in Queens that I've been having drama with. Me and her just connected like extremely well, both like on a friend level as well as a dentist front desk level. She's like extremely smart, really motivated and driven. Um, I think she wants to stay in like the healthcare space in some sort of capacity. And she's genuinely like the type of person that like whatever she does, she's going to give it 100%. That's just something I 100% value. Yeah. I want her to grow with me. I think she would be amazing. But like she's also the type of person I want to support whatever she does like at the end. 
And mm-hmm. so I'm really happy she's the one that I'm starting with. It's a good pick then. It's good. It's a good good match. Okay, we'll talk about team members a little later on in the in the season. But let's dive into. Let me ask you. Everything you were unboxing, what was that? Not dental supplies. What kind of supplies was it? Tons of things for like the office, just like bleach, all the stuff in the bathroom and cleaning. I had a list from like my consultants of all the stuff I have to get. So over the next two, three days, we're going to get massive packages. What's on that list? So there's like a mix of like office supplies, cleaning supplies, things like that. So I placed like a 48 item order today on Amazon. On Amazon? It's just like simple things like highlighters, paper clips, like post-it notes, bleach, toilet cleaner, the plunger, the broom, the mop, um, the shredder, the printer, all of those like little obvious things that you need for the office. It was just to make sure I wasn't like missing anything. I work with Jean mm-hmm. and she's been like fantastic. Like she's given me like exactly a list of what I need. And then she also comes in like two days before I open to train me and Beatrice. And so she also needs like requirements for that, like certain binders, tabs, all of that sort of stuff. So she sends a list for that as well. Anything on the list where you're like, oh my gosh, if this wasn't on here, I would have missed it. I think one thing I've been struggling with is the printer. They're A, expensive cartridges are like really expensive. I personally am trying to go as paperless as possible. It's why I chose Casper to be like my patient management and communication software. Wait, Casper's a practice management software? Well, they sync with Open Dental. Ah, so okay, gotcha, gotcha. It's like I can like move appointments, I can add things into it, but it has to start from open dental. Mm-hmm. But like the communications I'll be having with the patients and the forms are all coming through Casper. I'm hoping to stay as paperless as possible, but obviously you can't always do that. So Jean, for example, raves about this one Canon printer. She's like, it's been the best, blah, blah, blah. Like I highly recommend it to all my clients. But then when I go on Amazon, it's 4.2 stars. Some people are like, oh, it's difficult to use. Oh, I have fat yeah. fingers. Like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's not good. Then I go to IPDO and I'm like, which is like the pediatric dental private group um, for all pediatric dentists. I'm typing in the word printer and I go in on there and people are like, Canon sex, use brother. It's a workhorse. But then they're like, oh, but it doesn't print color. And I'm like, crap, I want color. I don't know crap about this stuff. So I was just like, finally, you know what? I I don't know enough. So I just did what Jean told me. And if it sucks, I'll blame her. (laughs) Wait. The group is called IPDO? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. It's on Facebook or what? Yeah, it's a Facebook group. It was, I don't know when it was started, but it's basically just like pediatric dentists in order to get in. Like you have to show your credentials and all that stuff. And it's only US-based ones. It's just nice to have a community to be like, hey, have you heard of SDF? Have you heard of this? Like case control. And sometimes people will post things like, hey, what do you guys use for a printer? Or have you guys found a way to do X, Y, Z? But most of the time it's just like talking about like, hey, I need help with a case or something like that. Okay. It's not related to ITOTS, right? No, no. Okay. Because I, no. I Googled IPDO and it said like ITOTS, affiliate of IPDO or something. And I was like, oh, I'm not saying they're not bad or anything. I've just, just never heard of them, you know? Oh, that's <laughs> cool. That's another resource we can all go check out, right? Yeah. Like, no, um, it's great. Um, It is only for pediatric dentists. So that's like the only thing. But I kind of like that it is like very strict about who they bring in only because like, I just want to be able to post something and be like, hey, I have an eight-year-old. I'm really confused. What would you guys do? And then I get like answers pretty quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. It's a good community. I like that. I like what Jean does is like she gives you a specific thing. Although we're probably like, eh, you know what I mean? You read the reviews yeah. and everything. But the more specific, especially like in guiding you through this process, I think the better. Then you can kind of like branch out a little bit and be like, maybe I won't get that canon specifically. I'll get the 4.6 rated one instead, you know, for me kind of thing. But she guided you right into, uh, you know what I'm talking about? 
Yes, 100%. Even for like the stuff that she requested for when she comes and does the training, she was like, oh, to make it easier, here's the links. So she sent you directly to Amazon and some of them were out of stock, but like immediately underneath it was like similar like, and then you just click it and boom, I was able to add it. I didn't have to research three inch binders with blah, 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 like on it. I got the link, boom, set. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) How much was the Amazon order price wise? Like almost $1,400. Oh, really? 14. So like, but you know what? Would you say it's all office supplies, like essentials? Like that? that one was all office supplies, but I placed another office supply like through Target actually a week ago. And that was like about 500. So probably $2,000 alone has gone to office supplies. Okay. And this is for the whole practice or just like front office or what? This is mostly for front office, the employee room. And we only have like one op going. Um, so there hasn't, besides like a trash can and stuff, like nothing in the op rooms has been like necessary. In like the office supplies and then my office, but I'll just take whatever the front desk is using. Okay. So then basically the printer was the one thing on the list that you're like, oh man, if she wouldn't have said it, I wouldn't have gotten it. Anything mm-hmm. else or not? No, I think everything else like probably, it made sense. It was just nice to have like a confirmed list of, okay, I do need a shredder. Okay. I do need this. I need that. I'm sure there's going to be things that like pop up here and there. But I'll like talk to Beatrice because she had like front desk experience. I was like, is there anything else that you need or that I'm missing or stuff like that? So. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. All right. So then let's jump into like the supplies and equipment, everything else. So like, how did you research what supplies you needed? In terms of like actual like material, say like filling material and stuff like that. I've been pretty consistent over the past like few years with what I like to use a certain type of composite. Boom. Then I typically found it in the jobs that I was working. I like it. I work with it. It's simple. So I knew exactly like what I wanted on that front. However, things like what hand piece to get, what dry vac to get, all the other stuff that I just don't deal with on a daily basis. I had to really, really rely on my reps. I genuinely had no idea what I was doing. They could have told me anything about it and I would have believed them. (laughs) The thing though is I trusted them. My Patterson reps, I'd known from my like job since 2019. Mm -hmm. So I built up a really good relationship with them. They knew about the space. They even knew that I wanted wanted to open up this office far before like I'd even signed the lease. So I was trusting them and what they were offering me. And they weren't like some of the options they were giving me were also cheaper ones too. They weren't like trying to just upsell me on like the most expensive things. Yeah. Okay. So. That's interesting. Back to composite. What type do you normally, which one's the one you're most comfortable with? So there's one called Surfill Resin. It's like more flowable versus like a packable one. That's something I use like in the past like year and a half and I absolutely love it. And then um, instead of composite, sometimes I'll use uh glass ionomers. So there's like Uji and Equian. I use them in like different situations. And then there's permanent anterior teeth. There's one composite that I really like and it's called Omnichroma and it's light reflective. So it just looks really great on anyone. I've never had it look bad. So those are basically like my four go-tos. Yeah. No, I I hear great things about Omnichroma, but Awesome. Yeah. Those are those are really, really good. Okay, so then that's how you did a research. Mainly you did it because of the supply, uh, the reps, right? You're yeah, but like, on honestly, that. like if you ask me anything about my hand pieces, if you ask me what's in my sterilization, I wasn't really sure. Like, sorry, my dog's here. <laughs> <laughs> the only decision I like really tried to research more into was, was I going to use an M11 or was I going to use, there's a new thing called an Alexa. So it was like, how quickly were my instruments going to dry? Like, you know, I don't have the biggest space in the world. So I wanted something when we got busier, it wasn't going to take as long. So things like that, I had to think about like in the future. What's your, what's your dog's name? Charlie. Oh yeah. Char- oh yeah. That's right. Never mind. Charlie. Yeah. 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 He's been Charlie. bringing in all the kids though. So. That's nice. That's good. 
<laughs> Charlie. So then when it comes to the reps, I guess what made you go with them? They were the only ones I worked with, to be honest. Um, in the past or? In the past. So at my other Connecticut job, Patterson was the one that like worked mostly with the pediatric dental floor. I think the other employees or assistants used to order from like Henry Shine, Darby, Net32. I think it just was a matter of who was who. But like the peds department just had a close connection with the Patterson rep because he would sit in the back with us and just chat. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, like, why should I go with someone I don't really trust? Like, I'm not going to go to Henry Shine right away. I'd rather go talk to someone who can actually like walk me through everything, knows what, how I like to work, has always been like honest with me, even like from back in the day. So I kind of just like went with them. However, I'm not getting like things that I'm going to dispose through them. So things like gauze, cotton rolls, like all of that stuff, I'm getting through net 32 at this time. I didn't want to order from like too many places. Like I didn't want it to be like Darby was like gauze and, you know, mm -hmm. net 32 just to save like a couple bucks. I was like, cool, let me just figure out what my supply amount is. Like, I don't even know what that's going to be. Estimate it and then let me like start looking to see what's best. Yeah. Do you have all this like on an Excel sheet or anything like that? Or you just kind of have it all by memory? So part of it was memory. Um, part of it, I've just been going based off of, I had some pretty long conversations with the Patterson rep and just wrote out like a list of what I needed. Um, my goal though is once I finalize exactly what I'm getting and like ordering, I'm going to start putting everything on an Excel sheet. What did I order? Quantity, when it was received. And then I want to see like when I reorder that. And I think that's going to determine like how frequently I like kind of place orders. Am I going to order like bigger bulk of like certain stuff? But I think mm -hmm. for my first order, I'm just kind of going off of what I need initially. And how do you plan to determine, like, let's just say, okay, I normally get my gauze from Net32, right? I'm going to get everything from Net32. You, you put it on your Excel sheet, Net32. How do you know if like other stuff is on sale or not? You know what I mean? Like, oh, you get this and then it's on another planet. I don't like know, another place. They have it for like yeah, cheaper or something. Mm -hmm. I think that's something I'm going to start researching once I get to the point of reordering. Okay. So okay. I, I, I want to keep an eye on it because I personally have not done Darby or what's the other one? Like Dental Whale or something. Oh, there's like a ton. That. There's a. Yeah, there's so many that yeah. I, I don't know, just to like chase after a few dollars. Like, I don't know if it's like really worth it at the end of the day because it's not going to be me placing the orders in the future, mm -hmm. right? My goal is like to be able to say it's Beatrice. Hey, Beatrice, we're running out of gauze. Place the order. I don't want her chasing five different websites to try to save me like $5. Now, listen, if it comes to like expensive composite and there's like a five or $600 difference, like, okay, let's chase that. But yeah. Know, okay. Yeah. I was going to ask you, what's the like limit where you're like, that's fine. It doesn't matter if we save a couple. We, we spent that much extra and you found out like days later there was a sale or whatever. That's fine. What is the limit? Was that your puppy? Sorry. He's still getting used to the noises, so he thinks he's like protecting us. Oh, Charlie! But yeah, what <laughs> it would be the limit? Because his bark echoes. It did. It did. It did echo. What would be the limit then? I think for things like gauze, like the disposable sort of stuff that should be like cheaper. I think since I'm ordering, I'm ordering like literally like minimal quantities to begin with. Fifteen dollars is going to be like kind of like chasing because you also have to think about like shipping and all that stuff. But like with composite, like for example, I got Patterson Surfill resin amount. Mm -hmm. I think they were charging me, it was like a $40 difference between Net32 and them. And Patterson was more expensive. So I'm going with like Net32 on that. But even Patterson's gauze was about $6 of a difference higher than Net32. I was like, I'm just going to go with Net32 for that, if that makes sense. However, I wouldn't go to Darby just to order gauze. Yeah, that makes like sense. That part doesn't make sense to me. 
would a system, let's just say it's just one system mm-hmm. where it has all these Patterson, Darby, Crazy Dental, right? Or all these other ones. And they're all on there. And you can just look for your supply, right? Gauze, Omnichrome, whatever, right? And then yeah. it just says, okay, it automatically gives you the, the best price one for whatever, for how many. Would something like that work for you? 100%. That would be amazing. Okay. I think there is stuff like that out there. I'm just letting you know. But I don't know really? if something like that. Yeah. Okay, who's created it? Can you like DM me? Hello. Uh, <laughs> listening, send it my way, please. Because yeah, genius, and I would really like it, please. There's stuff like that, I'm sure. There's like different brands. Like, for example, Net32, if I type in gauze, I get 50 different brands. Mm. I'm just searching for like whatever's cheap because I don't think gauze at the end of the day with what I'm doing going to life changing. I'm sure for a surgeon, it might be different. But like for me, it's just like what the kid's biting on or like wiping up something. <laughs> The kid's like, what kind of gauze is this? Ew. <laughs> you <laughs> got, got the cheaper too. <laughs> I can totally tell. Mom, let's go. You know, Quality no. difference. <laughs> <laughs> Quality difference. No, I get you. I get you. Okay. No, that's interesting. Okay. So then with the reps, could you let us know out of all the reps you've had, like their names, but the ones that you feel are fantastic? They're both Paul's. Um, Paul Waters. <laughs> and then I don't know how you say his last name, but it's like Paul Tabakeski. I think is how you say it. They're both work for Patterson and they actually like work together oftentimes. So Paul, I'm going to call him Paul T. That's Paul Tubbett. Mm-hmm. Paul T, um, he does the equipment. So he does the chairs. He does like the x-rays, like all of that. Absolutely fantastic. He took me to the warehouse. We walked through a few things. Like we just had some very honest discussions, like kind of about what works. And they've done like a lot of pediatric dental offices in the area. So they kind of know exactly the growth and like kind of the volume, different types of practices, Medicaid, PPO, mix, all that stuff. So they were just like super helpful in aspects I just wasn't considering. And then Paul Waters, like he's that rep that I originally had in Connecticut. He's the one that put me in touch with Paul T. So Paul Waters has probably been around for me way longer. Okay. So how much, what was the cost for the supplies in total? The actual like chairs, Paul T side, like the x-rays, the chairs, the sterilization equipment, like that sort of stuff. Um, that came out to $144,000. Okay. So that was a good chunk of change. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so far, the supplies that I'm ordering through Patterson, like the, the composites, like the trays, the hand pieces, the cabotrons, like that sort of stuff. Um, that has been, I think it's going to approach around 3000 ish Okay. So it's not too, too bad right now, but it's also because I'm ordering minimal. Like I only ordered, for example, like six trays in the beginning. I don't need it. But he told me this is something I can overnight to you in like two seconds. So don't even worry about it. Mm -hmm. It's like the moment you need more, I'll give you more. Okay, that's cool. With Paul T, did you go with his recommendations or did you kind of already go with the mindset of like, I know what I want? I did a mix dental chairs, for example. I didn't really know what I wanted. Um, to be honest, like the chairs that I had at most of like my associate presses were really crappy. So it was like they were just constantly like running down and all that stuff. And then the one chair I found in one of my associate jobs I really liked, turns out that they stopped that company, like went out of business during COVID, mm-hmm. which was very sad. <laughs> what was the company's name? Oh, my God, I'm blinking. They make those really popular like lights and everything. I'm going to get back to you on it. I think I erased their name. But like whenever I use them still, I'm like, oh, my God, they're so good. How did they go out of business? And they've been around for like, 50 plus years. And they went out of business? 
Yeah, during COVID, which was like they, shocking. They make popular lights. Yeah, they make, they're like really well known for their lights. They have a little mirror thing on the top. And I don't know, it's it was just like absolutely amazing. I loved it. And I had no idea that they went out of business. And then even when I went to the warehouse, I would be like, oh, I'm gravitating towards this. And he was like, oh, that's that business that went out. We actually have to take it off the floor. <laughs> You're like, why do you even have it on here? Yeah. I know. I was like, this is just a tease. Yeah. <laughs> that was like an issue. So then he introduced me things like Forest, um, Royal. I, I don't know. I forgot all the names. And then ADEC, obviously, is like the really popular one. It just got to the point of like pricing. There might be like a four or $5,000 difference in pricing, like ADEC versus Forest. But what was I planning on doing with the chair? Were both chairs going to go in the up? Like, how did I want to do XYZ? I'm not looking for a mill type practice. So like, can my chairs handle it? So mm-hmm. I landed up going up with ADEC um, because to me, it just made the most sense. And I figured right now, I only put one hygiene chair and I put one up. So one is sitting in the open hygiene bay. The other one is sitting in like a private op room. The goal is I'll move that hygiene chair into my second op room whenever we're ready. And then at that time, I can decide if I want to do an ADAC again for hygiene or if I want to go into something like less expensive, like a forest chair, for example. I'll just Hmm. kind of see how my office is like gravitating at that point. But I invested in the chairs that I would be comfortable with ops. Okay. What made you invest in like the ADAC and those chairs as far as like is there a difference between pedo? Like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this compared to like someone who's general, right? On the chair I, side. I don't think a kid is going to appreciate like an ADAC versus like... A, <laughs> this is an ADAC, mom. <laughs> like, wow, I'm in luxury. <laughs> um, but yeah. for me, as like the practitioner, how that kid sits makes a really big difference. So I've mm. worked on forest chairs and there's just something about like the neck and like the placement of it that for me when I'm working sucks. And that's been on every single forest chair. There's other ones where the kid is like either all the way down and no matter if I try to scoot them up that there's still like a big divot between them and like the chair. Mm -hmm. Like little things like that kind of came into play and ADEC tends to be a little bit more cushiony on that front. So that was one part. But then the second is like, I don't just treat like five-year-olds. I also treat up to 18. So I wanted to make sure that I had chairs for the bigger kids and some of my bigger kids I've worked in the past, like their shoulders are coming off these like pedo chairs. Their feet are like sticking out like at the end. And I just feel so bad that at least this one, it's fine. For example, my boyfriend and his friend came to check out the chairs and at least their feet weren't dangling off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> How tall is he, your boyfriend? I think he's 5'8", but his friend is like, I'm assuming six. I'm short. I'm five. Okay. So those are, those are good. Yeah. That's good. To, you know what I mean? Like, cause I was yeah. going to say if he's like seven feet, then. Yeah. I think his chair. friend. The six one, maybe his feet were the ankle onwards were off. But OK, yeah. I'll, I'll take that little hit. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. OK, that's good. So those two chairs alone, how much was that? I think close to 20 each. So if you were to have gotten Forest, I would have been. Forest was coming out to 14, 15 each. OK, so for you, it was really. Yeah, it was. A big I, it has. Yeah, it has to be like. So what was the major benefit again where you're like. Between forest and that, was it the neck uh, the, when you're working like that thing? Or? Yeah, it was more like I invested in the chairs that I wanted to do op in. So gotcha. right now, yeah, one is sitting in hygiene, but eventually that chair is going to go into the second op room. And then at that point, I'll sort of decide if I really need to spend that money on the hygiene chairs. But like ADEC has had two or three price hikes in just one year. Um, I'm sure by the time I'm able to order another chair, they're going to be even more expensive. <laughs> and why? Did like, you ask them why or no? I guess it's just the supply demand issue. Ah. Like it, it's just been like wild. And so I bought it before third price hike. 
So I was like, at least I can afford a forest in the future if I can already afford this. But like yeah. right now, I don't know if I want to pay for an ADEC that's like, say it's 25000 by the time I'm ready. And there was like an eight-month wait list. Man, that's you pretty, know, yeah. like a luxury like bag brand or something. I have the and ADEC. You know, what about you? you know, I know. <laughs> I got the ADEC. You have like, a, like the YSL thing. You just have the, exactly. the design on there. <laughs> Mom, I'm in an ADEC chair. <laughs> no, I get you. Okay, so then throughout this process, what have been some not so good experiences with your supply and equipment, whether it's the rep, another company you were thinking to go with and you decide not to? I think like the only thing that immediately comes to mind is I think it's been more like the installation part of things. Everything up until now has been great. Anything involved specifically with my reps has been great. But then I think for me, just in general, I guess in life, but especially right now, communication is like really big for me. I'm not able to be here all the time until like recently. I'll just give an example. Today, we had the inspector coming in. Everyone knew about this. The people who were involved, the nitrous oxygen, like tanks, whatever, all the people that were necessary knew about this. And so we come into the room today, the op room, and the cabinet door is unhinged and off to the side. And suddenly there's um, my nitrous and my chair are connected. No one like informed us about like anything. I had no idea like why things had changed. Like overnight, my oxygen and nitrous were not hooked up to the tanks. Like it was just like Mm -hmm. overall, just like a weird scenario, Mm -hmm. but it didn't look good when the inspector came. And I was just like, what's going on? And I call Paul T and he's like, I need to call the guy who was like there for the certification, like my dude and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why didn't anyone just tell me? Yeah. Like you're so, touching my expensive equipment. Yeah, that's true. So then what did the inspector say? Was he like, uh, no? So he kind of was like silent. Like he was like staring at it. And then me and my project manager were like, this was like what we were told to say. Like this is part of the certification for the oxygen, the med gases. The guy who did it, his boss didn't want him to do this until the inspector part was like finally, I don't know, some like BS about it. But he mm. was like silent looking at it. Like he was like, huh, what's going on over here? Yeah. But it was annoying to come in this morning and find out that happened. Yeah, because I feel like it's it's your home, it's your place. And then yeah. something that you're like, why is that out of order? Like, why is that, you know what I mean? And you're like. No, exactly. And I'm just like, like I just said, these things are $20,000. The nitrous, I don't even know how much I probably paid for that. Probably a few thousand at this point. Everything's like blending together. But if you're going to touch my stuff, don't you think I have a right to know? Yeah. Did you tell him that? <laughs> I, I didn't talk to the guy, but if he does come around, like Paul T, I, I didn't want to bother him. Like today, he's also running to like Yankee Dental. But like next time I see him, hey, do you mind just like if your reps like give me a call? But if they touch anything, like I just would appreciate knowing versus walking into a scenario. And quite frankly, like with equipment, I'm assuming most of us don't really know exactly what we're doing to fix the issue. And if we fix it, we could probably cause a more expensive problem. Mm-hmm. So I just don't want to do anything that's wrong. So I'd rather... Even if you just are like, hey, I came in, I connected these two things, just wanted to let you know. Cool, man. Great. Move forward. Versus if I walk in, I'm like, why are these two things connected? Let me try to take it off. Why isn't it working? I mean, tell Paul T. Like, even though he's a Yankee, you know what I mean? Like, I'd just be like, hey, man, next time can they, like, let me know? It's not going to, like, ruin his day or anything, you know? Yeah. I'm sure he's gotten much worse. I'm going to be seeing him soon anyway for, like, part of the training. So I figured I'll, like, talk about a few things in person. Yeah. Okay. So then besides the chairs... What else did you feel like you splurged on and where did you cut corners? Like where you're like, I'm going to have to really shave on this. So a lot of people I spoke to during this process who have kind of considered startups or have done startups, they all said spend the money where the volume is going to be. 
for peds, that's like, you know, panos, quite frankly, we use them quite a bit. We need them in order to know if we're going to refer to ortho and like blah, blah, blah. And same with the x-rays. For me, I just wanted something that like works. So I splurged on a Nomad. I know that there's like Valitech and stuff like that that's like out there now that's also like gaining hype. But I've used Nomads personally and I've always mm-hmm. had good success. So I didn't want to try something brand new just because of like the hype around it. So I splurged on a Nomad that was like about $11,000, I think. They're not cheap. They're not cheap, yeah. but I think Valtech is just a few thousand dollars short of that. So it's not too much. And then my, um, I got the Dent Splice Pano and that one I think is like 20 something thousand. But it's also that I know all the equipment when you say the numbers is wild, yeah. but it's, it's so good. I've worked in offices where the Pano has just been so crappy. Actually, in my Connecticut office, um, you know, it's easy sometimes to have a nomad when you have like a two-year-old who had trauma. They can't exactly sit in an x-ray chair and take the picture. They're screaming, mm-hmm. going buck wild, but you still need to get the x-ray. So that's why having that portable x-ray gun thing and taking like the shot while you're holding it, it's great. I know. Sorry, this imaging. <laughs> no, because it's like, it's like, like, in my mind, I feel like the kid's screaming. And it's like, oh my gosh, you're like, don't worry, Timmy. Then you pull out a bigger gun and you're like, hey. <laughs> Stay still. And he's like, oh, okay. You know, kind of, that makes me laugh. But it's true. But, like, but even like when you do sedations, like you can't always be in a room that has a hooked up x-ray unit. So having something portable is really great. There's a time to be cheap and there's a time to not. So like, I, why are we getting the portable? We want it for quick efficiency, right? My Connecticut office, the guy is not peds. He just was like, whatever, you guys want portable? Let me get the cheapest option. He got something that would take like 30 seconds to take a picture. So you're sitting there just clicking like as often as you can. And then finally, like after 10, 15 tries, like somewhere in that range, it would finally click. But then it would take five to 10 seconds to get the image. So by then, your little like two-year-old who's like, forget it. 30 seconds is like an eternity. And yeah, it is. 30 seconds <laughs> is like awful. I know. For some reason, like when you're on cardio and you're looking at like two minutes or something, you're like, that second was five seconds. Like Exactly. Something. Yeah. I get exactly. you. No, so, so same thing with the kid. Yeah. When, when you're trying to get that x-ray. So. You know, money is money and like I I 100% understand it, but I also just want something that's not going to cause me hell. Like when I'm opening, when I need to take pictures on the first day, I know how to use a Nomad. I know what to click. I know what to do. I don't need to learn a brand new system while also trying to learn to be a business person and like opening up an office. So I kept certain things. I knew they were splurges, kept with it. I think it's in that book, Profit First, right, by Mike Michalowicz, where he says like, once you make a good amount or once you're like at the point that you want to be, which is you're going to open up, right? Don't try and continue to get more and more and more sales. He's like, work on your efficiency and then create a system for that that will provide more sales, right? So it's like, that's what you're doing. You're making sure it's like, okay, I got to work on my efficiency instead of like, you know, using that 30 second thing many, many, many times. And you're like, we just got to get more people, more people. And then your your system's kind of like falling apart, right? No, absolutely. I think for me, like, I know like when we first opened, like me and Beatrice had to figure out our flow. I have to figure out like what works best for us. So like just trying to find the way of like how I work as an associate, which is 30 minute off appointments. Like I know how to do X, Y, Z. How are we going to get there? The only way I know how to get there while being something brand new is surrounding myself by things I'm familiar with. Mm -hmm. There's a time and place for me to learn something new and maybe just maybe that's in the future once things are a little bit more stable. But like right now, I... I know my systems that work for me. Let's just keep with that because I know how to do pretty good work in an efficient amount of time. That's good. Where did you shave where you're like, eh, I would like to get that. I mean, besides the chairs. I think like TBD, if I am actually like being cheap on this, it's the high speed, slow speeds, like that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. I didn't really like research tons into 
what different high speed, low speeds are. I know people order like things off of eBay. People will spend thousands of dollars on them. And I think I'm going to be using it so much, but on different people, like very frequently. I just wanted something that was going to work. I brought this up to my Patterson rep, Paul Waters, and he was like, look, the Patterson one is like really good. Here's one. Try this out. That's a good starter price. It's like right in between like high end and like low end. See what you think of it. And then we can take it from there. If you find you're needing something a little bit better, then your next purchase will go up like a little bit more. But if you're content with this, like why spend too much over something? So Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm actually being cheap on it, but I'm just taking his recommendation. Okay, cool. Anything pending right now as far as supplies and equipment or you've already feel like you've gotten everything that you need to right now? I think it's just like finalizing like little things like the Isolate prices. Um, I also personally love DeNovo. I didn't realize I was such a DeNovo fan until I started looking for supplies. Yeah. Um, I literally have ordered tons of things through them, like all my extraction equipment, all of my space maintainer stuff, all of my crowns, all my matrix bands, even like the impression trays, like all of that has been DeNovo. And I looked at Paul and I was like, hey, like, I'm going to order a lot of DeNovo. Can you talk to their rep? And he's like, oh, Patterson doesn't sell this. And I was like, all right, well, forget this. So then reached out to DeNovo. They have like great startup um, package deals. So I think they gave me 30% off two of their popular kits, then 20% off some of the other stuff including wow. like all their forceps stuff, all their, I got their scissors because I do like Equia Forte strips, like all these little things like that I use pretty frequently. They gave me a very good price on. So I was very happy. Like at the end, I think it came out to like $1,400 when I think it should have come out to like closer to three. Did you speak to someone specific at DeNovo? I connected like online because they're a small company. So they don't have like local reps, but the person I spoke with was Chad. And he was like really awesome. He like definitely worked with me. He even threw me like an extra impression tray kit. Really? And all of that. Yeah. Chat like, who? Uh, let me look it up for you. I'm gonna reach out to Denovo. Be like, hey man. Yeah. No. Can you give our listeners. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Chaz. Sorry, Chaz. Hannah. How do you spell Hannah? H a n n a. Oh, H a n n a. Okay. Yeah. I mean, unless one of hey Beatrice. Charlie, we're having a peeing issue with Charlie today. He is deciding to mark his territory. Yesterday, we had one accident. Today, I think we have reached double digits. To be fair, he has um, Cushing's, which is like a liver issue, a liver enlargement. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So peeing is a little bit more frequent, but he's on medicines. However, today, he has been on a whole different level. Yeah. Well, even, I guess, in our talk, he has peed twice. That's okay. Two times. Luckily, Beatrice is really great and like cares about him, but like it is not okay. So we are trying to, I have to talk to his vet (laughs) tomorrow. Okay, no worries. worries. So Chaz Hannah, right, from DeNovo, hooking it up. Okay, so we're going to reach out to him. Hopefully he can hook us all up here pretty soon. That would be amazing. Honestly, anyone who's impedes, literally they're like the best space maintainers, the best um, matrix bands. They have preformed ones, so like. You just like pop it onto the kid. You kind of know exactly like when you've been doing it for a while, what sizes work. I don't know. Everything is like really great. And they also have really good pediatric extraction forceps. So they fit exactly like based off of the tooth that you want. It's sizing is like perfect for a kid's mouth versus like massive ones for adults. Yeah. It's just so good. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All righty, Naomi. So then what's next? Getting the supplies. And then honestly, I think one thing I'm a little bit stressed out about is organization. I think now my goal for the next week with Beatrice, and I, it's something I have to, I want to come into our conversation is like, how are we going to organize things? So like next week, it's going to be, what's the scripts? We're like booking a patient. How are we communicating with them when they reach out to us to contact them? Like 
How are we going to move forward with the ops? What are we going to say? I want those systems in place and that will probably take a couple of days. But then the other one is, okay, how are we organizing things in sterilization? Mm -hmm. Because you're going to be doing it. I'm going to be doing it. I know kind of what I'm thinking, but how is this going to work so that you and I can work together? So I kind of want her input and then we're going to kind of have to figure out a system. So those are the things I really, really want to work on like next week. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So anything we kind of discussed today, guys, if y'all want, you can check in the show notes below. And Naomi? Anyone has any tips on organizing, please send them my way because I could use any advice. And if you want, you can like DM me over on the office DM is Little Denty Smiles or my personal one is Dr. Naomi Sidani. You can even just say hi. But if you really are a good organizer, like I would definitely love to hear from you. (laughs) Like organizing in what way? Like Zerk? What they do or who? What do you mean? For example, I have all these cabinets, right? And all this space right now in those cabinets. How do you suggest like I organize things? Like do I put my profi stuff in like one thing? Do you think like it's easier for staff to see equipment sitting outside and being able to pull that way? Just a little things like I guess about like how do they keep the flow going? How do they maintain um, all this like equipment. Like, how am I going to know if things are going low? I'm just curious about people who have figured out a system that works for their practice. Why do they like it? And maybe just some tips, like kind of what you recommend. My sterilization is also visible to the parent. So like keeping it neat and tidy is like going to be important. So I don't want it to look like a mess. So. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Awesome. All righty, Naomi. Sign us out. All right. Well, this is making a little denty and I'll be seeing you next time talking all things supplies and organization, I'm sure. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye.